C. Richard Archie, West Tennessee Director of the Tennessee Firearms Association. What should Tennesseans require from our elected employees and the department personnel they hire on our behalf, with our tax money, by the way, be that safety, economic development, education, etc., with respect protecting the rights enumerated in our constitutions? As we the people are purported to be the ones in charge of government, should we, as the authority it is founded on, have a say in how the various departments interact with those said rights? Do they work for us, or are they responsible only to the public officials that put them on our payroll? Should we expect that those who take their pay from the public coffers are invested with the knowledge of what rights belong to the non-criminal citizens of Tennessee? Who is responsible for enlightening these employees who hold sway over the very lives of the people who pay them with respect to those enumerated rights? It is, in fact, the people. Should personal opinions of any individual in that chain of command take precedence over the chains placed on them by the Constitution and the judgment of those issues by our highest courts? Who should be accountable if, in fact, there are grievous errors encoded in statutes passed by legislators that do not follow those edicts they affirmed an oath to protect for their employers? The flowchart of legislation is this. The people hire legislators who are the only branch of the three divisions of government who can actually pass laws. The governor may make suggestions as to the things he thinks prudent, and they are considered, but if any issue survives the committee gauntlet where a far reduced number of legislators than the total hold the power of yea or nay in the short term, and it must be remembered the ability to appoint those committees rests solely in the hands of the speakers of the House and of the Senate, on the end of the full bodies, and if it receive a simple majority to the next step, after passing both chambers of the General Assembly, it is handed to the governor, whose prerogative it is to say yes or no. If he says yes, it becomes law. If he vetoes it, it goes back to the legislature for reconsideration. If a simple majority then of both chambers again find it prudent under their responsibility to the people and vote again for passage, it becomes law. That is the balance we inherited from our founders. At that point, the people or the administration can appeal to the court system, the third branch, for consideration as to that law's constitutionality. The courts can run from local to state Supreme Court, but if that final court finds in favor of the law, it stands, and if it fails their review, it is set aside. The system works as designed. Ideas for laws can be issues newly arrived at or consideration of in-place acts that have infringed the rights of the people and need to be rescinded. As they come up for consideration, do the departments have statutory authority to do anything more than answer questions posed by legislators about cost and enforcement? Is there a rule allowing a department employee to render philosophical opposition to any issue of law? It appears to me that such a statement reflects a personal animus to the issue from some individual or group of individuals not truly in the line of responsibility to make that decision. Every employee in this line of decision-making is bound under specific written guidelines. The department employees are vested with the power to take care that the laws be faithfully executed via the charge to the governor to do so as they are extensions of his branch. The legislators are charged with contemplation of the issue and their legal staff which we, the people, also pay for as well, give them advice. 
The judges rule on applicability. All these actors are bound to not knowingly deny the citizenry their due rights. All work for the people. TCA Codes 3916-402, Official Misconduct, and 403, Official Oppression, describe the penalty as being a Class E felony for failure on the part of any taxpayer-paid employee to treat with the people as per the law. If it were not important to do so, it would not be in our public chapters. The law expects the people to be compliant to the public chapters, and their employees are bound to do the same.